This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Yes. Good morning. Here we are, Glenn and me, Paul Kenny from Storage Wars Canada. Glenn from... uh... Glory Days Sports, and in case you, had, you, he's also the gentleman who was on our Vision show. We did those four shows for Vision TV. He was uh, my sports expert and uh, rock and roll expert and autograph expert, but he's helped me out today. So here we are live from the laundry room. Boy, do we have a show today. Uh, we're going to be uh, talking about um, um, RGB, the notorious RGB. We're going to be talking about downsizing, of course. We're going to be starting with gold and silver. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to my friends at the Mayflower. They're on 1500 Royal York Road. If you go in, you say, Paul sent you, he's going to give you 10% off. Now, this is because I want people to buy local. He's giving you 10% off what? Calvin. Calvin. Go. I talked to Calvin. But it's one of the best Chinese food restaurants oh, okay. in the area. He's on Royal York Road. And it goes with what I want to do is I want you to buy from your neighbor. We're going into tough times here. I want you to buy from your neighbor. Buy local. Take that extra 10 seconds to look at something. See where it's made. See who's bringing it to you. See who's imported by. But we also have Ron, my friend Ron at Clapperson's Corners. And we're going to have things in your house that are worth more than your house. And we've got Rick as well. But Glenn's going to leave. What's the list? And give him the phone number. Okay. You can talk. Just another day in paradise here. Thank you for the intro, Paul, and the kind words. Okay. Uh, local calls, 416-360-0740, out of town, 1-866-740-4740. We're on Zoomer, 740 AM, 96.7 FM, all store. 10341 Young Street, and the number at the store, 905-737-4653. We're going to be talking about auctioning your stuff versus selling it outright. Yep. It's another area we want to get into. And I'm going to give you a quick list here of some of the items we're interested in. Movie posters, old tools, power tools, magazines, dinky toys, or any type of small toy, the old matchbox, some yep. of the uh, Hot Wheels, old trains. I assume you mean... Uh, Train toys. Not train we're, toys. we're not buying whole trains yet. Why not? Okay, we'll do that. We'll, too. we'll buy anything. At least the scrap would be good. We'll buy anything okay. we can make money out of. That's Go ahead. True. Old perfume bottles, purses, handbags—they're going huge right now. Old toys, gold and silver coins, Beatle items, or any vintage rock and roll, especially from that era, from Elvis through to about the mid '70s. That's the prime era for rock, art, fine art, or just regular. Uh, watercolors, anything, even uh, comic art. Uh, we'll even get some of the political cartoonists. We get their art. It's worth money. Old dolls, costume and gold jewelry, cups and saucers, military items, sports cards, of course, and even the recent ones. It's hit and miss. 
you might have something worth a penny or it could be worth $10,000. So it's something that needs to be checked out if you don't know how to do it yourself. Sports programs, ticket stubs, golf items, which would be another subcategory of the sports. I want to talk about NFL items quickly. Vintage clothing, old maps, books, gas station items, stereo equipment, records, and posters. It was, that covers just about everything. So we're done? All right, we're going to sign off now from the laundry room. No, it's not live from the laundry room. It's Glenn and Glenn and uh, Glenn also was on that one of the Storage Wars shows we did. We authenticated the um, Pierre Trudeau autograph. That's correct. And Mr. John Turner passed on this week as well. Right. He's and the shortest seventy nine days. He was prime minister. Second shortest. Oh, somebody was less than that. Oh, God, can't. No, no, she was uh, longer. Oh, was she? I thought she was like. Oh, we can I check them. Somebody will call in and correct us. But someone was there for twenty seven years was Ruth. Bader Ginsburg. Okay. Okay, she just passed this week. I want now, She must have signed a lot of stuff. She okay. was alive all those years. What do you think her autograph is worth? Well, if I had bought one last week, I probably wouldn't have paid more than $200. But I don't know that much about her, and I don't really deal in Supreme Court autographs, so I could be way off base. Uh, they sold this week uh, $3,000 for an autograph. On what? Is it a document that's worth no, a lot of money? No, it's just a... Uh, Supreme Court chamber card. I guess they signed when they went in there. There's hundreds of them on here. Wow. But she is selling. I don't think it can maintain that value, but it's a good premium to sell it right now for sure. But here's the thing. We talked about this all the time. One that has not been verified and authenticated, which we do. We, right. Someone brings us in, is selling for $1,000. And it won't sell. And it won't sell. People will pay more always to get the authenticated, yeah. especially with valuable autographs. Yes. Yeah. Because they don't want to chase you after the fact. Yeah, no, and there's going to be some fake. Now that she's passed, there's going to be some fakes out oh, there. Oh, for sure. But this is very important. Because remember, I remember I, one time I bought that uh, Jackie Robinson for like $170. Authenticates were 2500 Right. Okay. Yeah, but the other thing about that, I bought it one of those field shows. And if I buy it for 170 what did they pay the client who had it, who was downsizing? And that, not that they're... I can't actually even accuse them. They probably them. bought the double, so they probably paid $75 or something like but that. But the idea is that they didn't know that. They didn't know that this is worth $2,500, right. and they're in there buying off people, and you got to trust that these downsizers know what and, they're doing. And that's not even a tricky one. That's an easy one to get that's, the value of. There's lots of things that, unless people come to us, they'll never know the value. But that's easily documented. Yeah, but, but my point is, is you have to be careful. Cause I think you're going to mention we're going to talk about downsizers later on right. in the show. Yeah. But that's my point, is that if they don't know, hand it over to someone who does know. That's and true. that's what we do. We we don't go in. Okay, maybe maybe I'll talk about this downsizing a little bit before you lead into Rick, and he might want to comment on some of what I'm talking okay, about. Okay, okay, yeah, because so. the board's full. But I know. Okay, but no, let's do this after we okay. do Rick. All right, going to do Rick to get us. Okay, because we Perfect. need spots on the board here. Okay, okay, Rick, how you doing? Good morning, gentlemen. How you doing? Good morning. So, uh, Rick, what things, do you want to talk about uh, today? Because we have a know, busy show. We, we got lots of important stuff. Today, Paul's really important. Uh, and it's sort of, it was a great, a great lead up and that, you know, you should employ professionals to help out when you're doing stuff. Absolutely. One of the things I wanted to talk about today was the pitfalls of trying to sell your own home. And I have to tell you that the number one problem with it, cause you know, people think, oh, you know, if I, if I sell my own home, look at all the money I'm going to save commissions. Well, 
it usually ends up costing you money because the problem is not enough people know your house is for sale, which translates to not enough people coming to visit you, which translates to not enough offers coming in. And the second problem with is that anyone who is going to put an offer on your property that you have for sale, chances are they're going to come in low because they know you're not paying commissions. So you've accomplished nothing. Oh, um, no, they're, going another, to, they're going to give you a low ball price. A uh, low ball price. They want in on the fact that you're not paying commissions. Not to mention, I mean, the biggest pitfall is that no one even knows it's for sale, except maybe you run an ad in the paper, and that's not going to be cheap either. Uh, you don't know who's walking through your house because, you know, uh, no one's been qualified. Uh, you're, you're, you're not booking appointments through an agency. Uh, it could be anybody walking through your house. You know, Rick, I'm going to go back a second. I can't believe, okay, for even the money they think they're saving, why someone during this blip in history, otherwise right. called the COVID, mm -hmm. um, why someone would want to have a lot of people going through their house mm -hmm. for selling it? I'd hate uh -huh. to win a million. You know something? You sell your house for a million dollars and then you end up in the hospital? What yeah. the heck's with that plan? Were you going to say I'd hate to win a million dollars? No, 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 no. So I'm okay. just thinking, when you're, you get your house, and and the thing is, like I said, if I'm getting my appendix out, I'm not doing it. And right. why? that's what we have professionals. They're worth the money because they get you more money. We'll typically get you more money because we're on the air. I mean, it's right. not a need. But right. we'll get be, the exposure. Uh, more people are going to come and buy it. And I just don't understand this kind of short-term thinking. I know we were looking at one yesterday. They think they're going to get one four. I think we can get one five five one six out of it. They'll actually yeah. make more money. With right. the, if I saw a property yesterday that anyone needed a professional to do it. It was that property to get the people because that's something that people can fall in love with. I just want to interject yeah. quickly. Yes, yeah, please. Professional downsizers. I don't know how many times, and you've done it too. They sell to us. Yeah, mm -hmm. All, uh, we mm -hmm. get lots, particularly in areas of memorabilia where they might know furniture, they might yeah. know a few other things. But when it gets to memorabilia, that's such an right. expertise. They yeah. don't know it. And we typically get it all from them because they don't know the, the end parties to sell through. Yeah, no, but we're yeah, exactly, coming back. Exactly. Well, the, house is just an example. the whole house. And like it, I said, Rick, isn't it yeah. a fact that most, most litigation, most lawsuits against people buying, buying and selling real estate, are people who did it themselves. They did not have That's a professional right. That's protecting right. their rear end. It, it comes down to he said, she said, things aren't written down properly. Nobody knows what's going on. They're drawing up papers themselves. They're trying to save a few thousand dollars. It ends up costing them sometimes fifty, a $100,000. And at the end of the day, that litigation ties up. Guess what it does, Paul? It ties up people's deposits as well which is another yeah. huge problem trying to sell your home privately. Who holds the deposit? And usually it's going to be the seller's lawyer. Now, the problem with that is there's a problem that either has to be returned or maybe there's a problem uh, with okay. the title. We're just yeah. trying to advise people that this is probably not the best idea. And what's your no. phone number? If someone hey, my phone number. I can be reached for professional, professional advice. Yeah. Uh, 416. Yeah, two five eight three nine seven two. I'm always available, and I look forward to anyone's call. Okay, Rick, because mm -hmm. you said that so fast, mm -hmm. our listeners sometimes a lot of them are really quick, and they're okay. smart as whips, but they yeah. haven't even got their pencil and paper in their hands yet, and make sure right. they both work. We'll, I want to we'll give your number again. We'll you can still again call me to get a hold of you. But <laughs> coin, just say it now, okay? Okay. Four one six two five eight. 
3972. Okay. Oh, I didn't get that. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's okay. Have Thanks, call, I'll give it to them a third time. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want people to get a se- Remember what I said, get a second opinion. I'd like to be one of those opinions, or me you to be one of those opinions. But yeah. get a second opinion of what it's worth. I mean, someone who leaves um, pumpkins at uh, at Halloween and gives you a Christmas card every year, we don't just list the house. You don't just list the house. You sell the house. We sell it. And it stays sold. And so stays I'll leave sold. it with that. Bye, Rick. Yeah. We'll sell something. Have a great day, guys. Bye. Take care. Bye. Do you want to go to a call? We have... Yes. Uh, Valerie, pretend we're a call-in show. Valerie? Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Very well. Having a great day. Great. Um, I have a Beatles poster. It's like a cardboard um, Beatles poster. And the gentleman that I was speaking to before told me that it was their last show that they played in 1966. Okay. I'm just wondering if there's any value to this poster. Okay, so the last show they played was Candlestick Park. I assume that's what yours says on it? Yep, Candlestick yep. Park, Monday, August 29th. Okay. It's unusual to have it on. Do you think it was mounted? It was paper poster mounted on the cardboard, or do you think it was made cardboard? Can you tell by, like, the laminations looking at it? It was made cardboard. Like, it was printed onto the cardboard, it looks like. Okay, so whenever they made them cardboard, that's typically like a point of sale ad for someone. Either goes in a record store or if there was ticket outlets at the time before Ticketmaster, and that used to be ticket outlets in hotels yeah. and things. So hmm. it's possibly that, and certainly from the story you got, it sounds like it is, but there is reproductions. And, and people yeah. think, oh, you know, no, no, don't worry, I've had this 30 years. It doesn't matter unless you've had it, uh, what's that, 54 years. Because some reproductions right. are done two years, like in 68. No, Glenn, we want the person who originally stole it out of the store. Well, that would be the best. But, right. I mean, if it's real and a cardboard, I, I mean, you're pro- you're talking thousands of dollars for sure. Is there, there's a number on the bottom here. I'm not sure if that is an indication of anything. But. When it identifies a particular concert, it's worth much more. Like there's a famous one from Toronto from the 66 show. And you see, I think there's only half a dozen of them made. But if you ever see the, the press conference from Maple Leaf Gardens, you'll see they did it in the hot stove lounge. You'll see that famous poster that's yeah. behind the blue one. Yeah. And there, there's many, many copies out there. But the original, I think, sold for forty, fifty thousand dollars or something. I mean, a huge amount of money. Yeah. There's just not a lot of those real cardboard posters. So if he really doesn't have have it, and it was made like before that concert to help advertise, it, it depending on condition, that's a very big ticket item, and you should definitely send us a picture. Or, no, no, we have, we have to see it. Uh, probably, we have to you're see right. In person. You know, we, I talk about this a lot on the show. I guess. Is that we? There's a lot of people in Toronto don't realize their jobs or their access to items that they might have stolen out of the hot stove lounge. Um, mm-hmm. Their access to stuff is that the people who collect want stuff that's not available generally to the public. Right. Yours it's always worth more. If yours is a real one, it's not available to the public. No, it would have been made right to the stores. And that's very important because it's not only just on Beatle posters and stuff like this, but it can go anything with um, art uh, exhibitions, like posters for um, 
uh, an oh, artist yeah, commission yeah, or uh, the Cannes Film Festival. Some of those are worth huge money. The original chip, the original chip posters. Some of them are done by Andy yeah. Warhol. Some are famous uh, yeah. artists. Well, okay. people work in banks. There's a lot of people who took stuff home at the end. I had a guy yesterday. But it was never stealing. They didn't care. It's like, can I have this? Now it would be stealing because everyone keeps it. But back then, it's like, yeah, take Statue it. Statue limitations. 30 years ago, we're not going to nail the guy. So there's a guy <laughs> yesterday came into my store with a bunch. You worked at Nortel. I worked at Nortel. He worked at Nortel. And at the end, they gave away all the phones. So I bought a bunch of phones, the different color ones, the red, the brown, the gray. They weren't, most people didn't save them. Okay. okay, but he worked yeah. there. That's what I'm saying. That a lot of people are listening here. Oh, my husband worked for such and such a company. I didn't think those um, those well, books he worked for him were worth money. Yeah. Did you have something else to say, Valerie? Um, no, I I think that if uh, some way or another you guys could physically see this at some point, that would be amazing. Yeah, um, we'd love yeah, to. And you're that, uh, you're in Toronto, so we're in Toronto, so you can't be far. Nope. Um, you can be yeah, on my friend uh, Glenn sometimes when he works. He doesn't work a lot, but he's down at 26 Ripley. You can call okay. me or you can call and we'll make an appointment for you. And you okay. can bring it down to see him because something like this to see its authenticity, we'd have to look at it. And we, we just okay. see stuff and it's kind of weird. We just, I've seen so much stuff with Glenn. We can pick it up and know if it's fake or real almost from across the room. Okay. Yeah. And, and one other thing about your item, most of those typically back in that era were made to be nailed or stapled, heavy staples to hoarding. So usually yeah. they're in bad condition. So if you have one that's nice and doesn't have the corner nail holes or that, typically that's from a ticket outlet or a record yeah. store. So it, it hmm. could be extremely rare. I can't, I, I can visualize a lot of posters. I can't visualize the one that you have right now, but Definitely, we should have a look at it. That you might be sitting on some good money. Yeah, but I remember Muhammad Ali and put Fat Sorello. Where those posters were? Three to five. Well, I, if you had a Maple Leaf Gardens ones, might be worth ten thousand. But the Vancouver ones are worth two to three thousand. Well, so well, understand it. Real. Down to show Glenn things there. on people's walls or in your basement that you you liked at the time, and then um, and what happens with guys is they have their collection, they get married. And their wife puts their collection in the basement, never to be seen again until a downsizer like us comes in to help them. Okay, mm-hmm. happens more often than you think. And we're going. That's a perfect segue. We're going to go into an ad. I mean, an advert. Thank you, Valerie, for the thank call. You. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you guys for so We're going to talk about down, downsizing. Thank you. He talked all over. Poor woman. I'm sorry. Like a bully. He's a bully. Are we going into an ad, uh, Brandon? No. He's not there. Okay. Later on the show, we'll be giving the gold and silver prices, and we're going to have things in your house that are worth more than your house, and we're going to talk about gas station gold. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. 
Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by New Generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New Generation Kitchens and Bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Yeah, he is good. Welcome back. Here we are, live from the laundry room. And the phone number is Okay, and I I apologize for calling you a bully. You're really not a bully. But anyways, locally, it's 416-360-0740 out of town, 1-866-740-4740. We're on 740 AM and 96.7 FM. Yes, and it's Paul and Glenn. Now, we're going to go to uh, Daryl in Toronto. Hello? Hello. How are you doing? What do you got? I'm doing okay. Okay, I got a few items I want to talk about. First and foremost, I have two Charlie Chaplin movie posters. The six sheets, they're like 50, you know, six, uh, five feet high and 44 inches wide. They're, uh, they're in French from a distribution Tara France films, and it looks like they're from 1963. One is of modern times, and the other is Charlie Chaplin Review. It's got sort of cartoon figures of three Chaplin characters, done by Leo Cooper or something like that. Yeah. Okay. You know the problem. Six foot. Those, those are well. The size is a little bit difficult. But what year? Year did you say they're from? The sixties. Pardon? What year did you say they were from? Oh, um, well, the, the latest date I see on here is sixty-three. It looks like. Is that a stamp, or is that written at the base of the poster? It's written on the base. It's copyright uh, yeah. okay. 1936, Charles Chaplin, and copyright renewed, 63, the Roy Export Company. Right. All rights reserved and distribution, Tara France, and they're in French. So the, the, the big value goes to the original posters, not the yours right. on a re-release? Especially if you have from the 20s before the talkies, the Charlie Chaplin's from that era, you could yeah. be five, ten, twenty, fifty thousand easy. But your particular posters on a re-release are not going to command that value. It depend on condition, and as Paul said, a really large poster is sometimes hard to sell because people don't have a place to display it. But right. I, I'm going to guess that you know, I don't know, three to six hundred maybe, depending on the condition yeah. of them. Okay, well, they they have they were originally folded. They are folded. Yeah, that's fine. The fold, folds yeah. don't hurt. The only time the folds hurt you is sometimes they've been folded many times. You'll see some splitting of the paper on the fold. You'll yeah, get penalized for that. Was, the fold is okay. Okay. Now, are these worth getting restored? I, I think there's a place, uh, Dan Miles or something like that, that, that restores yep. old posters. No, definitely not until we see them. If we see them and think... They have the value, but you don't want to get a re- restoration. I mean, if you got a connection, they might charge a hundred to two hundred. If you don't lend them back and all that, you could pay four or five hundred dollars. Poster right. might not be worth a lot more than that. So, a professional sees, needs to see it first, and then yeah. we can advise you if it's worth getting done. That'd be like uh, spending three hundred to fix a fifty dollar clock. Would you do that? <laughs> no, and I tell people. Don't frame stuff because you're never going to get the. Don't put a $500 frame on a $50 yeah. print because you're not going to get the $500 back. It's going to be right. really tough. 
that's a, that's a solid. That goes across many different items right. in the collecting world. What what you said you had another item as well. Oh, I've actually got a few. I've got an Eddie Rickenbacker autobiography signed by him to me back from 1967. So it's obviously the first edition. Right. I, you have to be talking to the world's expert on Eddie Rickenbacker. I bought his whole collection. He was okay. the president of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I bought all his collections, his programs, documents. So right. he was... At the time, when he was a World War One ace, many of the guys that came back from World War One, they became the top race car drivers because they were just crazy speed demons. So yeah. he, he won the Indy, and then they made him president. And his autograph, he has a beautiful autograph. I'm not sure. That was later in his life. It was a little shaky, but it used to be a beautiful autograph in the early days. And I would say you're probably – he did sign a lot. He was a celebrity from 1919 on. Yeah. So yeah. probably still three to $500. For the book, really? Yeah. The, okay. the whole value's in the autograph. The book's worth very little. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I actually, he was out at the airport. I was out there with my mother. I was like 13 years old and sitting there selling the book and signing them and stuff like that. That's a great experience just to meet him. I wish I met yeah. Eddie Rickenbacker. Yeah, no, it was kind of amazing. Now, also, I have a couple of, I have a Superman and a Batman model set that you put together and paint. Oh, the Aurora's. Okay. Did you put no, them together? That's the thing. I, I had the Auroras when I was kids. These are the exact same sets, but they're put out. It was, the company says MPC. Yeah, um, monogram. Okay. Uh, do you have them assembled or unassembled? They're in the boxes, unassembled, cellophane still on them. Wow. Perfect. Bring them in. I have to see them. On those, I was selling those a hundred and two hundred dollars. The best ones are the um, the Ruth and stuff, or the the. Uh, Horror, Frankenstein. Oh, yeah. Uh, the the wolf mommy. Man. mommy. I used to build all those things. $1,100 for a Wolfman. Yeah. Um, it'll depend on, I got to see the actual cellophane, how it's done, because some people recovered them. I can, that's another case where an expert, and they're going okay. to take my word for it. One of the cellophanes is ripped on the end, but I, I don't believe they're recovered at all because okay. I you come no, up back in the 80s. You've got some um, great items we'd like to look at. So, uh, if you can no. get them by, or we'll come visit you if you want. Yeah, that may be necessary because I don't have okay. a car. I'm down around Bathurst Finch area. I'm sure. And you probably have other stuff. We could do everything at once. So okay, if you yeah, want to we'll, give we'll, your number uh, when we get off okay. the line here, we'll make sure we follow up with you. Okay, now, really quick, uh, my brother and I, we have it was my parents' silverware. Uh, so it's like back from originally, I don't know if they probably added pieces to it for 1948. It's uh, Burke's, I believe it's Louis the, the It's Louis. It'll be worth, we're going to be, that's a perfect thing. Later on the show, if you're listening, we'll tell you exactly what we're paying per gram, okay? It's okay, about eight cents per gram. And it is, it's a, they made more Louis than anything else. Right. And we will be talking silver and gold prices a little bit later on the show. So you have to continue listening. And okay. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Can, can I, one more thing? Okay, yeah. go ahead. Okay. Also, I have a dining room set that my parents had bought back in the mid sixties, I believe, from Ridpath. So are you downsizing? If you're downsizing the whole house, we can help you with that. But diamond suites right now, unless they're going to fit particularly into a condo and stuff, and you uh -huh. have the kids just don't want it. We're going to be talking about downsizing. We keep on teasing on this. We have a newspaper article we're going to talk about. But uh -huh. the diamond suite and your bedroom suites 
are the, um, the make work projects. It's your right. value is in your other items that you definitely own. Okay. Okay. All right. I have I mean, until I see it, you can send me pictures to sales. Right. Well, we go see them as well. I know. But you can send me pictures. Anyone can send us pictures to sales. Yeah. At TorontoGoldSilver.com. And I'll be giving that number later on the show as well. Okay, we got a bunch of calls. Thanks. We're going next call. Thank you, you very much. Your your number with, uh, with what? Your, should I leave my phone number with? Uh, yes, you, just you, hang, you, on, hang on. And I'll Brandon's going to take it, okay? Thanks. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Have a good one. You too. You too. Okay, we're going to. to Donna in Niagara area. And she has something that I happen to know a lot about. 1997 signed St. Catharines Blue Jays, I assume? I guess. Am I on the air? Hockey? Is that the hockey team or the Blue Jays? No, they, it's a baseball ball. It's a ball. Right. A baseball? Yep. And I'm not sure. I'm looking at the note that goes with it. It could be 1993. The way the person wrote, it's kind of hard to tell. Okay. Well, or 97. And is it the, it's the Toronto Blue Jays farm team, right? I guess, I don't know which farm team it would have been. I just know we had a farm team here in St. Yeah. Catharines, and right. my husband it, ended up getting this ball, and it's been in the cupboard for years. Yeah, they were, they were an A ball. We don't want to smear the signatures. Right. But the ones I'm showing on here are Guzman, right. Stottlemyre, Borders, Alomar, Olerud, Schofield, Frog, Carter, Jackson, That's White, not a minor and league team. Molotar. Okay, so you do not have a thing. You may have got a sign down there. The, the guys were there um, doing a, a, you know, one of those sports celebrity dinners. But that's a Toronto Blue Jays sign ball you have. Okay, because I think, and that's I think it was the maybe it is the Blue Jays because they did come here and they played in Meriton. In the, yeah. the sports field in Merritt, and it might have been a promotional thing or something. Yeah. That that definitely appears to be a 93 ball, which is very good because it's a championship year. A few things that could pertain like to the value of it. One is how many autographs are on it, how clear they are. Uh, obviously, are they authentic or not? Then what type of ball is it on? Is it on a Major League Baseball or? White with red little things on it, you know, the stitches. But on the side panel, does it say Major League Baseball somewhere? Do you see that or uh, uh, I, American I, League? It's back in the box, and, I'm, and it's oh, okay. inside a, a bag, a cloth bag, so we can't touch it. It, it. Most of those were done on American League balls. Some were done on World Series balls. But if it has 23 and up, that's considered a team. You have to have most of the stars. It sounds like you have most of them. But... Um, a 23 to 25 person sign ball is probably worth three to 400. If you have one that has 30, which would have all the coaches and everything, you yep, probably no, have another 100 or two. So you could be five, six, 700. If you want to send some pictures to Paul. Um, not everybody can send pictures. I am okay. not online. <laughs> all right. So, um, I have to do everything either by phone be... or whatever. Yeah. Paul's um, been to my house before. I'm starting to clean house, and I'm... Oh, okay. Oh, you're not... This dawn on Niagara Lake? You got it. I know. Great. Oh, you live in God's country there. I live okay. in God's country. You're right. And if you want to live in God's country, we've got a few houses for sale here. We can't afford them. Can't I know. Them. I can't even afford to live here anymore. <laughs> I'm looking at the ball right now, and I try not to touch it. Official ball... Um. 
American League. Yep, that's what you want. That's, that's you a want. great ball to have, Don. So that that's an official league ball with the team signed. And then we just have to count the signatures. But when Paul's down there, he can have a look. He'll know exactly what to offer. Oh, wait a minute. No, nope, that's a different ball. That's a different oh. one. This one is, uh, oh, gosh, I've got two of them. I didn't realize that. Uh, this one, I think, is a, it looks the same as that ball, so it yeah. probably is. Okay. Yeah. No, and if you have any more things like that, Paul could have a look. Yeah, I'm going I, down Niagara. I'm actually. I did mean, have a lot. The St. Yeah. Catharines Blue Jays, when they packed up, I ended up buying a lot of their stuff. Yeah. So I got the bats, and they used to have hand-me-down jerseys from the Jays. But you actually have Major League Baseball items, which are even better than St. Catharines Blue Jays. So. Those right, nice right. Because I'm not. Re- I I just remember there. It probably was the team because they came here and played an ex like an exhibition oh. game or something. That's fantastic. Yeah. Your husband did a very good job there getting that signed. Donna, oh, you well, call, you've got my cell number. You can call me later on, and I'll tell you when I'm going to be down there the next time, and I'll make sure to come and see you because it's always enjoyable. See you. Oh, I'm getting rid of. I've got to start cleaning this stuff out. Uh, okay, the other great. thing I called about before was I have a picture of Pierre Elliott Trudeau that is stapled to a piece of cardboard, and it's been autographed by Trudeau. Ooh. The How autograph is, is on the cardboard. It also is autographed by the reporter who took the poster from me and took it up to the stage to get him to sign it. So I actually saw him sign it, but right. I was working at the Liberal headquarters back, what was it, 64? Yeah. So yeah, I was one of the privileged on ones to be in the first row of people out there, and he signed it, and I had to give a hug to the reporter because Trudeau was noted for getting hugs. Okay. okay. Yeah, well, we'll so hug. I have we'll this poster, and uh, I'm kind of concerned that my kids will just throw it in the dumpster. No, no. Well, we'll make sure that doesn't happen, and we'll hug you as well if we no, get we, to buy it. Well, we don't hug. Come on. There's no, COVID going on. We uh, can't hug. Okay. There's COVID. <laughs> uh, we'll yeah, no comment. That's right. Hang that on. A, you so know you, what? You that got my number. Thing in some cases. On after the show later on this afternoon, and yep. we'll talk, and we'll get a dog. But your poster, that poster, if it's a political one, it's got to be three to five hundred dollars. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Easy I, three to five hundred. Yeah. Okay? I need to, to spend more money on my plants and my garden, so I have to okay. start selling stuff. We can do that. Okay. All right. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Commercial. Yeah. Now we're going to go. But after the commercial, our numbers here are. 416-360-0740, out of town, 1-866-740-4740. We're on 740 AM, 96.7 FM. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a 100 vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. 
We're back. And uh, later on, we're going to try and give you the gold and silver price. I'm not going to forget about that, but I got a couple calls to go through. Free up the board here. Who am I going to next? Eddie in Toronto. Eddie, hey, how's you going, some old cards. How you doing? What do you got? Oh, I got some good old cards here. I had a Uncle Freddie uh, who had a shoebox of old cards in the basement in hide and seek at his house, and he maybe too generously gave them to me as a kid, and uh, luckily held on to them. And it's uh, a bunch of old cards. I'd love to get your opinions on. Okay, what do you got? Give me a couple names. I'll know from there. Yeah, sure thing. Well, I can tell you the sets. I've got a couple from the sixty-two, sixty-three Parkhurst sets. I've got Elevo. I've got uh, unmarked checklist from that set as well. Right. Um, yeah. I've got a uh, Red Kelly over here. Lots of real legendary names, and then I've got uh, a couple other big ones from the '66, '67 Tops set. I've wow. got Do Lenore, you have or or is number uh, thirty-five in that set? What's that? The one with the brain. You just said '66. If it's mm-hmm. or number thirty-five, that's the one with the wood grain. Um, no, unfor- I mean, not so, unfortunately. It's his Calder Memorial Trophy card. Uh, so it's card 118. But I also do have that unmarked checklist from that set as well. Well, those are all very collectible. It's going to be a matter of looking yeah. at condition because it can oh, be $5. Yeah, a of a good condition. I, uh, I've been collecting hockey cards for a little while now, and for uh, 66, they're pretty good. Okay, okay. You're I guess my big question for you guys is, is it worth sending them in to get graded? Or would traders no, like you prefer we, to get them don't know without in the state they are? Okay, here, listen for a second here. Um, I, you can't send all in for grades because sometimes the card's only worth $30 and it costs you $30 to grade it and all you're going to do is break even. So it's got to be the superior condition on them or stars. Now, your 62, 63s. I, I wish I had more time today because I have a story about those 19. We'll have that. That's another. No, time. no, but such a yeah. great story. Yeah, it's over. We're not talking about it. Sorry. Oh, I okay. love your stories, and I give you permission to tell that right now. I can't, but I'm going to tell it later next week, probably, because we have the boards full. We have the show. We're going to yeah. run out of show before but we run out of stuff today. Your cards, for sure. One thing also to keep in mind on grading: if you have a say a card that we say think is worth five thousand dollars you probably will pay five hundred dollars to get it graded yeah. it's not cheap so if you you don't edit what you're taking in or, or vet yeah. it before you send it you got to be careful because you could get a bill for i don't know thirty five hundred dollars or something yeah we spent seventy five thousand last year grading cards for people and our own stuff so your 6263 actually was in vending cases and that set can go between two and three, four thousand dollars. The checklist card by itself, it could be three to five hundred. We just sold. You just told me about the nineteen sixty uh, seven uh, checklist. We just sold one for four hundred dollars. Okay, but mm-hmm. I did get it graded, but it was unmarked and it was beautiful. Now, sometimes I don't get the, the grading is where we're, that's where we exceed in the cards, the grading, and. Uh, we don't grade it ourselves, but sending it in. Do not use the Canadians. Canadian service, okay? I don't want to say it, but mm-hmm. the idea about third-party grading is that we get third-party grading. is it's, it's because we want the other person wants to know that's been graded properly. If you mm-hmm. use the one that's in Canada here, it's not worth a damn because well, they're not respected by the Americans. Right. 
And the big market for this stuff is in the United States. Even hockey cards, high-grade hockey cards, they mainly sell to the U.S. I, I just gave you $10,000 worth of advice. Paul, you're, uh, again, you're as generous as my Uncle Freddie, and I do appreciate Pardon? That. You're as generous as my Uncle Freddie, and I appreciate that. Okay. Oh, no, no. But, but we're happy to look at them, and we can give you some great advice if you want to do that. We would make an offer to buy them as well, but that's up to you. Or we can help you get through the grading and send it in because we are with a fast track. Plus, we have the insurance. So if you lose your shipment, we actually have the insurance up to $100,000. Okay? Give yeah. me a call. Now, stay on the line. Maybe you can talk to Brandon if you want to. Or you just come into my store at 10,341 Young Street. But you got to call 905-737-4653 to make sure I'm in that day. Because the rest of my staff, as much as I love them, they're dolts when it comes to hockey cards. Okay? <laughs> so yeah. All right, Eddie. Thanks thank for you. the call. Thanks for the call. Yeah, thank you, guys. Okay, the board's keeping. Okay. I want to go to Lorraine. And Lorraine. She has a watercolor painting. A watercolor painting can't be the same thing. Okay. It's either oh, paint or you watercolor. Don't, you don't call it, if it's watercolor, you don't call it painting? It's a watercolor. Why do you need to use the word watercolor? I don't know. Okay. All right. So Sorry. Uh, go ahead, Lorraine. Hi. I got this watercolor painting at an auction at Goodwill, and uh, I can't decipher the name of the artist. And it's got his name in a slash 26, and it's about a 9 by 12 size painting. Okay. And I took it to the Antiques Roadshow in 2008 yep. when they were in Grand Rapids, and I got Nan Chisholm, and she said for decorative value it's $300, but she couldn't make the name out anyway. And she told me to take it. I took it to Waddington's. They couldn't make it out either. I wonder well, if somewhere you can go to. You just send us a picture of the uh, autograph if you can, and then Waddington we can, is good. We'll do some research for free for you, and if we can find it, but no guarantees. I mean, Waddington's, if they don't know, that means it's Wait, pretty obscure. It's pretty no, no, no. I've been to where Waddington's has been in. They are a very honorable and reputable right. auction house, but unless something's worth $10,000, they aren't so interested. But we find the other stuff, okay? Send off a picture to sale or bring it in. You have to make sure I'm there. Sales at torontogoldsilver.com. S-A-L-E-S. And I'm seeing, I've got my other experts. It might be decorative, but if it is decorative, you want to sell it, right? So yeah. we'll help you sell it. Thank you very much for the call. Okay, thank you. Take care. Bye. Okay. Now we're going to, we got someone on, a, they're going to have to hang on for a minute. Okay. Okay. We've got to get the gold, silver price down. We'll be rushed at the end of the show. Marianne, you got to grab the dog. Sorry. Yeah. Well, live from the laundry room. Here we are. Okay. Gold <laughs> is 10 carats. Oh, I want you to make sure you get one of those little scales. This is a time. This is a time where you really got to hang on. If you've got a neighbor or if you're going to sell some gold, I want you to listen today. And I want you to copy this down. Okay. So, the 10 karat gold is by the gram. So one gram of 10 karat gold is 28.86. 14 karat gold. This is what we pay. Because I've had people like those guys down on uh, on Eglinton and Bathurst and all that there. It's, oh, he doesn't pay that much. We pay 80%. Well, this is more than 80%. And they don't even pay that. I guarantee, Ben and I guarantee 
to beat those prices that they have down there by 10% at all times, because most of the time they're offering half the value. So 10 karat gold is 10.2886. 14 karat gold, 40.40. 18 karat gold, 51.93. And 22 karat gold is 63.49. Now, if you're in one of these shops and they can't tell you per gram, they just say 80% or what we pay the most. You ask them what that 80% is. What is the number? Okay? If they can't give you the number, make sure that you have a route out of the store and take it back. 18 karat gold. I want to have, sorry, uh, silver is uh, 84 cents per gram. 7,800 silver, which some of these places will tell you is not real silver. We're going to pay you 72 cents a gram for the not real silver. And dollars right now, silver dollars are eighteen oh two. Now there was a person who came into my store this week and they thought they were gonna get five thousand dollars. Okay? So someone down in that area of town was offering five thousand dollars. We're paying them a little more than seventeen thousand dollars for the same gold that they were gonna get five thousand dollars. Seventeen thousand dollars. Okay? So I want to emphasize this about getting a second opinion. She's very, very happy. I know the board's full. All right, now, I only get the last 30 seconds, so I'd like to get this in first. Okay, okay. Uh, we're, quickly, we're, just talking about downsizing. Um, there was an article in the Toronto Star this week, full half page on retirement planning. It's the right time to let go of your stuff. And just to encapsulate a few of the key points in here, one is, like, some people – think it's a hoarding situation but it isn't usually for older people it's just a lifelong accumulation and yeah uh, so it's nothing to be embarrassed about we'll look at anything some stuff is ready for the dumpster but a lot of it isn't and they said that right now people are busier than ever doing this obviously because many people are homebound because of covid and otherwise and in fact i did it myself now i didn't get rid of the stuff i just put shelves in and made it more you efficient your garage a no. it's not totally cleaned up but it's organized so, uh, I don't believe yeah, okay, anyway. so and, and they said one thing about baby boomers, to the extent we're talking to baby boomers, and I know sometimes we're talking to people a bit older, but most baby boomers, to include myself and probably Paul, we have some experience in downsizing because we've had to walk our parents through it. Yeah. So we've all done it. And one thing they say to keep repeating to yourself as you're doing it, because sometimes you have regrets, is to say these words, my family probably doesn't want my stuff. And that is almost always true. Well, I've got 200 sets of China, and all my kids went to big box stores right. to get China. They wouldn't even right. take it for free. Right. They didn't want it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Live from the line. Yeah, room. let that out. And uh, the other thing is they said that typically it, repeat clients are rare because once people start doing this, I mean, they may refer another yeah. person, but they do it. They clean yeah. everything out, and nobody ever has regrets. They're all, they've yeah. never had somebody come back and say, I wish I hadn't done that. They just feel the freedom of having more space in their house, doing things they want. And one other point that, wanted, that ties into this is Paul's talk briefly about auction houses versus us. And, you know, auction houses can be useful in certain cases, but I found many times where I have made a good offer to someone, they went auction. I follow up in the auction. A lot of times they got less than what I even offered because in an auction, you need two bidders to run something yeah. up. If you only have one person, it's not going to run. Also, most auctions, 
you wait three to six months because they got to get in the queue for when the auction is for that style of thing. You don't know what you're going to get for the item. And you, if you're not a regular customer, like Paul and I tend to send stuff to auctions more often, they treat us really well, we get better rates on selling, but we'll also get a key you know, we won't be the first lot they put off. They'll put us in a good spot in the auction. They'll do good pictures. I've had them do a much better description of my item, and then I hear them talk to other people's items. They hardly describe it, so people don't bid, because I've had two front covers on Heritage Jocks. Two wow. front covers. But, no, that's, you know, I remember I was talking about a week ago, and this is what you just said about auctions. Um, a customer, so I spent $23,000 at the auction. The client who can sign the stuff will get eleven thousand or twelve thousand, right. and I spent twenty three thousand, wow. and I made money. So if they'd come into my store, I would have paid them the twenty three thousand instead of eleven thousand. Okay, if you're done with your bragging, we'll go to a call now. We Stop have bragging. Lennox in Mississauga has an opening game Skydome stuff from the Blue Jays versus Milwaukee Brewers. <laughs> no, no, it's just the opening celebration. Oh, the celebration the night before. Did you get yeah. your dry cleaning coupon because it rained and everyone had the free dry cleaning? Exactly. June 3rd. June 3rd? So yeah. that one, That's what... I mean, sports stuff tends to be worth a little more. I've got those. It's a blue one with the little, uh, like, uh, fireworks on it. It's yeah. probably worth about 25 to $30. It's a nice item. It's a good keepsake, even if you're giving to your kids or something. But the, the next day, and it's not worth a lot more, but maybe the Blue Jay stub from the next game might be worth 50 because they're just not old enough to command yeah, close, huge value. They closed the roof that day. Well, they closed <laughs> the roof partway through the celebration. I know, and it still rained on our seat. Well, my, I was there with my eldest daughter, Jessica, and it was raining on us, and I says, we're in a dome, and it's dripping on our head. Did you get your dry cleaning done? Yeah, of course. Okay, I'll, well, I always, yeah. I'll take money whenever All I can. All right, well, that's definitely yeah. an item worth keeping. I mean, we buy it off you. It's not an expensive item, but we, we do buy and sell those items. Okay. Uh, the other thing I have is an, I, I'm not a hockey fan or anything, but I happen to have this uh, card from Eric Lindros, number one. Uh, number Sorry, one, Eric Lindros. Huh? No, I just didn't pan out. I mean... And while he's a Hall of Famer, it's just they made he's in that era where they made too many cards. So yeah. they just okay. start worth a lot of money. If you're getting ten dollars for any Eric Lindros card, um that's great. You're, you're doing good. <laughs> okay. It'll never be uh um no. There's no way that they've just made too many cards. It is. Okay. So, okay. But talking about stuff they made too little cards of, I was in a like this week I saw a person Thank you for the call, Lenny. Thank you. I have one last thing. Oh, you guys. One more? Yeah. It's a 1990 complete set baseball. 1990. Uh, you're you're um, uh, $10. $10 for that, be, uh, too? <laughs> they way overproduced. Is it Upper Deck or one of those? Uh, it doesn't say Upper Deck. It says Baseball 1990 Edition 3D Team Logo. All yeah, of that's baseball. Sure. No, no. The, Ten dollars, man. You have to go a little bit before this, okay? And that's that's a really good way to segue to get, get into this. What I'm talking about, Gretzky pack. I see Gretzky. I saw one this week. It's worth ten thousand dollars. One Gretzky card. It's not mint, but it's really nice. But the unopened pack is worth six hundred dollars. Okay. Yeah. Unopened. Any boxes sealed or anything? They're huge. A sealed box, we would probably pay fifty to sixty thousand dollars. 
if someone has a Gretzky unopened box, okay? Now, I want to say this because it could be sitting in an old riser. And a Benko, there's packs that are worth $1,000 in 1960s, oh, hockey packs. Is that gentleman with the 62, 63? If he had an unopened pack, that's worth about $800. Wow. So there's only four cards in now, I used to supply, man, I know we have not much time here, but I used to go to a place on Orpus Road called Bemco, and they had cards there in cases, and we could buy them. If someone there, and I remember the Star Wars cases. Now, those Star Wars boxes, you remember in that fifth yeah. series, 1977, are worth about today about $5,000. Wow. So that means a skid is worth, a case is worth $90,000. And the skid be worth about a million. More than your house. More than your house. And he had 16 skids along one wall. Let's see. That's $16 million. And he had other stuff. We used to buy there. This is at Bemco. And I think a lot of other people, we used to go there. We'd go there and open the packs, make up sets. But the, and he used to, what he used to do is put them into glove bags. If anyone from that era, from the, uh, the that was in yeah. the 70s. I, I'd like to hear about your amazing adventures, but we have one last call. If we can go okay, to see okay. Talk to Joan in Toronto, who has a numbered print from 1980s London. Hi. Yeah. Hello, Joan. Hello. Um, I wanted to let you know that the the um, artist was called Daryl Page, and the first name is spelled D E R O L D, and the last okay. name P A G E, and the print is number twenty out of six thousand nine hundred and eighteen. Okay, no, okay, stop family. right here. I don't have to know a whole lot more. I'm sorry? And because it's such a large print run, uh-huh. it's going to be $20, $30, $40. Okay. Because even though it's a numbered print, you made $6,000. No sense yeah. having $6,000. They, 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 it's an oxymoron. Limited uh-huh. print, then they do $6,000. <laughs> okay. You have abatement prints that are out of 200 are worth more money than abatement print made out of 3000 Okay. 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 I, can I ask you some other questions? Sure. I'll be real quick. Okay. I have an old stock ale, Dow Standard. Um, with, it's got a red, it's 12 inches in diameter, and it's a tray. Right. I was so wondering if that's worth anything. Animal trays, they go for about $75 if they're in nice condition. Yeah. Okay. That's a and week. I also have uh, uh a round wall hanging. You got to call me next of... week. Sorry, you got it. We got. I got to finish off the show. We. I can talk to you next week. We're definitely interested in the yes. things you have. Okay. But right now, we got to go. We got to do the gold and silver, and man, acknowledge the people that we're going to be talking about. Okay. Thank, thank you, you very much. much. Take You're care. Welcome. So, no, I want people to know that if they're buying and selling gold. This is the other thing, and we gave prices that where uh, people can sell us gold that the other dealers say we're not paying, but we are. But we also are, yeah, like those, you know, those people at Berks, Berks is right now. Berks is a great jewelry store, and there's a sell your gold with trust. But all they're doing is bringing in a person to do it. Berks is not doing this. They're just renting out the space to somebody, okay? If you go to Berks and want to sell your gold. Get a second opinion. Get a second opinion and make sure it's mine. I guarantee to beat it. And you better talk about listers quick. Oh, yeah. Get I need, I'm, we're trying, we're expanding. I have an auction this weekend. I need listers. I'm willing to, you can work at home. We drop off the stuff, we pick it up, and we pay you money, okay? I need listers. You can call my store. It's easy work. You can do it from home. You can do it while you're watching your grandkids. And it's easy work. 
You got anything else to say at the end of the show? You got 10 Oh, minutes. you were fantastic today. Oh, that's really good. Okay. The other thing we're next week is casting. We're not going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about listeners. Tune in next week and make sure you buy locally and uh, wear a mask. And thank- Have a great week. Have a great week. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.